welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the gospel and my homily for the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time on August 7, 2022. You can view the full liturgy of the word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have the servants recline at table and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord is to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Book of Wisdom told us that even while in slavery, people of faith found courage and hope in the sure knowledge that they would be saved. That faith led to lives that served not their masters and oppressors, but the one who would eventually save them. The letter to the Hebrews told us that faith is the realization of things hoped for and evidence for things not seen. While faith and hope long for the day when salvation will come, they also call those who believe to live now as if salvation has already happened. Faith then makes what we hope for present in the here and now, and not just some distant future. Faith then knows for sure and certain that the way things are now is not the way things have to be, even if things have always been this way. What a great gift. Only we could believe it. For the way things are now is really no different than the way things have always been in this world. Strong dominate the weak. And when the strong feel threatened, they increase their power and feel compelled to use it no matter how cruel and destructive that may be. And dangerous wars are being fought and threatened despite the lessons of history that war will never bring peace and prosperity, justice and righteousness. 
the desire to be in charge and in power dominates our civil discourse such that it is the, co the common good of all that always loses out, no matter who wins. No matter how strange and unstable the economic forces and realities may be, one reality never changes. That those who have always get more and those who have less always get less. But people of faith in every time and place and age are called and taught to see beyond what is visible and tangible, to see and know and feel a different reality rather than wait for that reality to be brought about by some mighty act of our savior. We who know what our savior wants and wants for our world can begin to live in a way that does not serve the visible world that has always been this way, but rather serve an invisible world that only faith can see. The letter to the Hebrews goes on to tell us that because of faith, Abraham was willing to obey God, even when that obedience made no sense. He was willing to forego the security of having his own homeland, to rule his own nation, to secure his own future with the work of his hands and the wisdom of his mind, and instead allow himself to be led, not out of fear, but out of faith. As the letter to the Hebrews tells us, he was looking forward to the city with foundations not built by human beings, but whose architect and maker is God. He was willing to trust in far more than his own wisdom and power. And that faith made him the father of many nations. In the great work of Augustine, the city of God, the most famous passage of that very big, long and heavy book is this. Two loves then have made two cities. Love of self even to the point of contempt for God, made the earthly city. And love of God, even to the point of contempt for self, made the heavenly city. Thus the former, that is the earthly city, glories in itself. But the latter, the heavenly city, glories in the Lord. The former seeks its glory from human beings, but the latter finds its highest glory in God, the witness of our conscience. The former lifts up its head in its own glory. The latter says, the latter says to its God, my glory and the one who lifts up my head, quoting Psalm 3. In the former, the lust for domination dominates both its princes and the nations that it subjugates. In the latter, both leaders and followers serve one another in love. The leaders by their counsel, the followers by their obedience. The former loves its own strength, displayed in its people of power. The latter says to its God, I love you, Lord my strength. In the gospel, 
Jesus is encouraging us to live by the same faith, a faith that knows that what is now is not worthy of our worship or our service. But what and who is coming is worthy of that worship and service. He is calling us to live now in the heavenly city rather than putting all of our trust in the continuance of whatever earthly city is the present and visible reality. Those who are willing to live now as if our salvation has already come, to live not in the cities and nations built by human beings for dominance and power, but in the heavenly city of love of God and love for any persons and all things created by God. These are the servants who are busy making a home for our Savior. These are the ones ready to welcome him whenever he comes so that he will feel so completely at home among us. All distinctions between master and servant, between server and serve disappear and all sit together and serve each other. Faith calls us to live that out now even if everything we see and hear and feel around us is telling us that it can never be that way because the way it is, is now is the way it has always been and therefore it is the way it has to be. Faith more than anything else invites us to believe, to say and to live that it doesn't have to be the way it is.